Brilliant. Who's having a good time so far? Who hasn't got chocolate coins but would like some? Brilliant. Let's share some of the love. If you've sat there with a stash, do share them. Do me a favour, everybody. Um, Turn to your left and to your right and say a Merry Christmas to the people around you. Merry Christmas. Uh, so please do grab a seat. There's some seats uh, dotted around if you stood up as well uh, for the next few moments. Uh, please do grab a seat. Uh, so today we'll be looking at what? The lion, the witch and the wardrobe. Uh, and the real sense of Narnia. Uh, and I think, uh, I think the ladies mentioned this earlier, but there's a real sense of waiting. Waiting. Waiting can be painful, can't it? If you're waiting for something, you're like, oh, I'm so excited for it. Can it be here right now? It's Christmas Eve. Is it Christmas already? I can't wait. And that day just seems like the longest day. Doesn't it, adults? Come on, don't be boring. It does. And you just want it to, to be here so you can rip your presents open. So I, I'm out to George. Joe was singing over here. And, uh, and, and Joe's family have this tradition. I, I hate it. It's this tradition. And we're spending Christmas with the in-laws this year. This has been recorded. I love you. But uh, they do this, this really weird thing. And if you're sat here today and you do this, please don't be offended. But, it, but it's kind of true. And they do this thing where they'll pass a present round one by one. And you wait to open yours. And when you open yours, everybody stares at you. So you open it slowly, thinking, oh, it's, I know it sucks, but I need to act surprised. I know it's stripy socks, but these are amazing socks. Wow. These, these socks are fantastic. I've always wanted these. Wow. And obviously you pretend to be really overwhelmed. That sense of waiting. Whereas my tradition is you do what? You get a present, you rip it open. Christmas. Is it just me? Is it just me? I know I've divided the room right there. Give me your hands if you are a, a ripper open kind of person. Yeah, yeah, most of us normal folk. Give me a hand if you are um, a delicate, slow, one-by-one one kind of folk. We will pray for you. There's a real sense of, of waiting, of waiting. At Christmas, we celebrate. Why? Because the waiting is over. Because God gave us his presence in a present. Humanity, here you go. Unwrap me, enjoy me, I am for you to explore. In The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, we hear of two stories, two themes. And if you think about every movie that you like, every movie, there might be a few exceptions, every movie's got this plot. And the plot pretty much is this. There's some goodies, and there's some baddies. Boo! So we know for The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe... There's some goodies and baddies. We know about who? Aslan, the great, majestic, good guy. And then also we know about this evil queen who's frosty, who loves Christmas too much. And it's Christmas all year long. It's winter. And then Christmas comes. It's a good one. It's a good one. And, um, but actually, for a long time, there have been this real, in Narnia, this real frosty winter. Uh, a time of sorrow, despair, disgust, of anxiety. But then Aslan. Yes, for Aslan. Aslan begins to move. If you've seen the movie, it's magical. And there's a sense of a thawing out. This sense of, of a magical something and a presence coming. And a real hope for once. As Mr. Tumner shared... I'm excited for the first time in a hundred years. What a great thought. So what inspires such a hope, such a joy, when all you've known is a frosty reception? I want to share three quick quotes with you from the book, 
and the movie. If you are a movie, a movie geek today, you're going to scold me on this, because, but they are in the book, I promise you. So the book or the movie, but three great quotes. Check this out. I'll be really quick. The first one is this. Wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. At the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. What a beautiful thought. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall have spring again. Goose pimples? It's great, isn't it? What an amazing, lovely moment. Did you know that C.S. Lewis was actually alluding to Jesus when he was talking about Aslan? Did you know that? You might have watched the movie a million times and thought, it's a great movie, that's all it is. No, C.S. Lewis, the guy who wrote the books, he's talking about the birth of Jesus. How actually humanity for a long time has been in darkness, has been in a real frosty reception. There's been this real winter, but then hope springs forward when we look at the birth of Jesus in the manger. And of course, at Christmas time, millions of us meet in churches. We go out to pubs for carol services. We, we sing carols, don't we? It might be the only time of year that we come to church. Isn't that fascinating? At Christmas, we turn up. Something inside of us just knows that actually Christmas isn't Christmas until we've given the babe in the manger the nod. And actually, C.S. Lewis was, was taking bits from the Bible. And he tells the story of Jesus Christ through the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. And in Luke 2, 10 and 12, this is what the Bible says. They had set watches over their sheep. This is the shepherds. And suddenly, God's angel stood among them. And God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. And the angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody, worldwide. Everybody. You might come to church once a year and think, oh, you know, I'll dip my toe in the water. If those guys knew what I was about, or actually I'm not bothered, or this year hasn't been a particularly good year for me. I love how in scripture, C.S. Lewis points to it and says, no, this time is for everybody. Whether you have a million pound in the bank or minus a million pounds. Whether you are a hundred years or you've just been born. Whether you like church or you hate church. Whether this is your first time or your hundredth time. I love that. It's everybody. The good news is for everyone. A saviour has been born in David's town. A saviour who was Messiah and master. This is just what you're looking for. For a baby wrapped in a blanket. And we know the story. And lying in what? The answer's on the screen. In a manger. Amazing. The second one that I like is, in our adversity, God shouts to us. The story of Nana is it's always winter and never Christmas. Lucy, Esmond, Susan, and who else? Peter, hiking Peter. They needed help from outside of themselves. They needed help. Although they, they had some of the answers, although they were leaders in their fields, although they had uh, kind of the, the kings and queens crowns on their heads, they recognized that still the answer, the help was not found within themselves. And so Aslan begins to move. The witch reigned in the world. It needed a saviour. But while we were in deep trouble, God shouted the answer to us as well. Check this out. Romans 3.23. It says, for all have sinned. Sin's a horrible word, isn't it? It's a horrible word that, that it kind of feels a bit like we're being judged. But sin pretty much means this. That we do stuff. Whether it's stealing a penny sweet from Woolworths back in the day. We've all been there. Come on. 
or whether it's, it's, it's road rage, or maybe at the end of the year taxes. I don't mind fudging the figures a little bit. This, the Bible says this stuff's sin. It's things that we do that just is displeasing to God. God is good, and we're good too, but there's things in us. We get this. There's things in us that we do when we say, that we think, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Or we wake up and think, what the heck was that about last night? I shouldn't have said that. And we begin, we begin to mull things over in our minds and our thinking. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. At Christmas time, we unwrap gifts. Gifts are amazing. Give me a, a, a big high five in the air if you like gifts. Who loves gifts? Absolutely. We love gifts. Especially the ones that haven't worked out. You're like, what is this? Is this what I've been dreaming of all these years? Come on. I remember age 14, I got this thing called a GT Dino. And all the kids are thinking, what the heck's that? And some of you my age probably thinking, yeah, that was like a Ferrari, a Ferrari of a BMX. Amazing. Stump pegs, shiny silver. It whizzed really fast and it made all the girls go, woo! did. It was amazing. But my GT Dino, the, the first day I had it, it was snowing. So I was there on Christmas and I was flying through the park. It's GT Dino. I've been a good boy this year. Yes. My dreams had come true. And then suddenly I slipped on some black ice. Over the handlebars. I know. Over the handlebars. It wasn't pretty. And I stood up. I dusted myself off and I looked at my GT Dino and it was scratched. It was scratched. I haven't been the same since. But actually, in that moment, it just cheapened it. It was awful. There's a real sense of thinking, I want a new one. I want to take it back. Like, it was almost like my real joy became a real law. This real sense of presence, unwrapping something that's good and lasting. The more we unwrap God's goodness, the more we begin to enjoy life. End joy. The word enjoy derives from two words, end and joy. I love the fact that when we put our faith in Jesus Christ at Christmas time and throughout the year, that really it's about an everlasting end joy. That actually we've got something to look forward to. We've got a hope. It's not always winter that Christmas has come. Are you excited about that? Give me a cheer if you're excited about that. The hope for humanity given to us. And then the third and final quote that I love, I love, love, love. It'll be on the screen behind me. If things are real, they're real all of the time. Isn't that so true? Think about that that statement for a second. If things are real, they're real all of the time. I shared last week that the biggest, uh, the best marketing campaign I've ever seen is the um, is the a dog is for life, not just for. We all know it, but actually, the sense if 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 Jesus in the manger is real at Christmas then surely is real for the rest of the year. What does that mean for us? That hope for humanity. There's a clip I want to show you. I love it. And you might get goose pimples. I want to give you a little bit of a warning for this. It's this great moment where Aslan reveals his goodness in his roar. Put your eyes to the screen.
same as a friend you've told me so much about. Do you see him now? Yeah. I love that. What an amazing moment. Uh, that little dude, he'd kind of doubted that Aslan was real. And he said, really, is Aslan on the move? And then uh, Lucy's like, do you see him now? That sense of power and awe. Incredible. So if this babe in a manger is real at Christmas time, if millions of people stop and reflect on this beautiful gift, then what does this mean for the rest of our years? What a great thought. I think it means a few things. And I'm almost finished. But I think it means the hope for humanity, that sense of winter ending. There's a real hope. If these things like the babe in the manger said, who grew into a man, and he claimed some audacious things for his life. He said things like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I have come that you may live in freedom. He said some profound things. That I have come from the Father. That actually, this means goodness for our whole year. God's presence and present for us to unwrap. Full of hope, I think. And you can invite him into your life today, too. So, some of us are waiting. Some of us today are waiting. We've come on Christmas Eve, and maybe we're waiting for good things to happen in 2018. Perhaps we are excited for what's to come. Perhaps some of us are just waiting for, for Christmas to happen. We're exhausted. What a term it's been. For some of us, we're waiting for X, Y, and Z. Who knows what we're waiting for? But this sense of, while we wait, why don't we ask? Finally, I want to read this extract from what C.S. Lewis wrote. And it's this thought of, what would it mean to invite Jesus into our lives as our personal Lord and Saviour? Check these words out. He says, imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he is doing. He is getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that those jobs needed doing and so you were not surprised. But presently, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abdominally and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one that you thought of. Throwing out the new wing here, putting up a new floor there, running up towers and making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage. But he intends to build a palace. He intends to come and live in that palace himself. The same guy who wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe described what it means to invite Jesus in as your personal Lord and Saviour. And so I want to finish with this as a final challenge as we gaze on the manger again this Christmas. What would it mean for you to say, Jesus, I want the hope for humanity to come and live in my life. Perhaps your life this year has felt like a long winter, but spring is coming. What a great thought. I'd love for you, if you're kind of kicking this stuff around in your mind, come and speak to any of the guys that you've seen up the front this morning, any of the guys with lanyards on, we would love to talk this stuff through with you. The hope for humanity. I'd love some volunteers. Some volunteers. Some young, strapping volunteers. 
Anyone? Come on up. Come on up. You won't be eating, I promise. So there's one. Can we get five? One, two, three. Can we get, can we get two more? Th- yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight. Everybody come down. Right, guys. So there's going to be a challenge for you. Are, are we listening? So the challenge is to turn this, this round without spilling all the boxes off. Can we do that? Okay, are we ready? Guys, do we believe in them? Can they do it? Right, let's move some of these cushions. That's easy, I've heard. Brilliant. Okay, you might want to get the table. So put some arms around the table. And then someone this side as well. Going to turn the, t- the, t- the boxes. Okay, we'll, we'll swivel the boxes. Good job, guys. Brilliant. I'm so impressed. Amazing work. Great. What is it? Do you guys know what it is? Where Jesus was born. Do you know what it's called? Bethlehem. Stable. The Bethlehem manger. These guys are on it. Perfect. Okay, if you guys stand back now. Give them a round of applause, please. That was it. You can go now. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Nice jumper. So I will leave this here for you to ponder on. The babe in the manger, who didn't just stay in the manger, did he? This baby grew up and he said amazing things about his life. He said incredible things about you. He said amazing things about humanity and the goodness that he brings. Could it be that this Christmas, that the witch is dead? That, that Aslan is on the move? And today we get to respond to that goodness. We're going to sing. We're going to invite the, the kids down. I'm getting, I'm getting back. Honestly, I'm getting loads of things here. Perfect presents, kids. I'm on it. So each of you have got a little box. Wave your boxes. Give them a wave. Rattle those boxes. Come on, guys. It's Christmas. Let's be energized. Yes. Don't open the boxes yet. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Waiting isn't good. Can can I invite all the children to come and sit down the front? All the children. If you're under 25, come down. All the children. We're going to sit down right here on the front. And we're going to sing a song uh, for the first, we're going to sing the first chorus, is that right, band? The first verse of a way in a manger, and then, then we're, we're going to raise the roof as all the adults as well. Perfect. Can you guys grab a seat where, where you are? Oh, you stand anyway, it's all right. Okay, perfect. I'll move this. You can do what you want. I think we're going to, we'll sit down if you want, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Any more children want to come and sing a way in the manger? And then, and then us adults, we're going to stand after the first verse and we're going to open our presents and enjoy them, okay?